0: Radio, y'all on the air. Yo, what's up? This is Aaron calling from Yonkers. Yonkers! Y.O. yo what's, up? what's up? Y.O. Yo, tell him um, Peter is still let Dominic run his show. <laughs> 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 you know Darmic, they want your show back, Darmic. Yeah, People and, have so, Darmic is cool, but yo, he's trying to be like a fool critic the meatballs and all that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I try and, like trying to get a job with the New York Times and Time <laughs> Magazine. Tell him. That's it. National Geographic. He just used you guys as a springboard. He ain't really no hip-hop fan. It's all good, so good work. No doubt. Thanks for the call. Yeah, forget about Navani leaving. If you want to call up and talk about Dominic's show (laughs) and what's wrong with it, give us a call. (laughs) 212-998-1818 is the number.
1: What's up, man? How you doing?
0: What's poppin'? What's good?
1: Not much, man. Um, first of all, I, I kind of wanted to go back a little bit. And, uh, you know, my co-host on the show is uh, Peter Oasis, um, who has a history with you going back to the days of, of Tramps. And he, he was telling me a lot about, uh, you know, some of your earlier performances in New York, particularly I think there was a show at, at Tramps in, uh, in 96, maybe? I, I don't know. Um, do you, what, what do you remember about those days? And, and how does it feel, you know all this time later, still being around and still, you know, performing?
0: Well, man, I had great performances at Tramp's, great experiences. It was always, for me, like, an honor and, like, a joy to come to New York. You always want to perform in the Mecca of hip-hop where hip-hop began. So that was, like, mid-90s. I was just getting my band at that point. So I remember performing at Tramp's. And um, yeah, Peter was uh, one of the promoters for me at that time. One thing I do remember was one time it was it was not even a packed house, and Jay Z was at the at the show, and we was performing for like like only one fourth of a crowd. But Jay Z stayed there pretty much the whole show, and it was like an honor to have him there. And this was like like mid '90s, right when he was coming up to a, you know like '97. So I remember being at Trump sometimes, when I mentioned places in New York, I slip up and say champs because it's just a place that stuck with me.
1: This new album, um, one of my favorite songs on it is uh, "Rewind That," actually, and um, it's a very beautiful story. You know, it's it's two parts. Um, what was kind of what inspired you to to write that song now at this point?
0: Well, I, when I heard the the music for "Rewind That," and and no idea this loop going in there saying rewind that one time i started thinking about if i could go back in time and you know i decided to talk about working with no id because that's something i never addressed and what was crazy was he and i never even had that conversation but um and then he he and we were talking and he was like man man what about talk about jay dilla i was thinking man i don't know if i want to go there like, cause it was something that's like kind of one of those places where you like, it's painful. Like, did you know you lost somebody real close to me? I didn't know if I wanted to talk about it in the rap. But I did. I just decided to. I felt like it was a good time to. And when I did, it just felt like the song just flowed, man. It was like one of those songs that just flow, flow out of you. You ain't thinking too much. And you're just speaking from the heart. And that's, that's where I decided to do it.
1: Yeah, I, I think the most powerful point in that song to me is um, you start mentioning how when Dilla got was getting sicker that you almost didn't want to be in the house. It, it just, it hit you a certain way and you, you you realize now that you were kind of running away from, from it.
0: Yeah, it was during the time I, I knew I felt a certain way, but I didn't like examine myself to say, man, you're running. I actually had like like started dating a girl and just was like staying over her house more and it was like you know but i was running you know in my in my own way because it was hard to watch somebody you care about like dying in front of you and every day i was you know praying and hoping that you would be better some days he was better but yeah i mean i had to acknowledge that in myself you know to hope that i don't do it ever do it again
1: right now, uh, I want you to kind of take us through how that song, that very personal song, connects back to Chicago and the theme of, of the album generally, because, you know, Nobody's Smiling, something you've, you've talked in a lot of interviews is, is your examination into the current state of Chicago. How does this last song tie back into that?
0: Well, I mean, the whole thought of rewinding that when I talk about No ID and what we... Where we come from, from in Chicago, that's definitely connected to it. Um, you know, strong, that's a strong connection because we both from Chicago. And, and coming from that city and really being one of the early hip-hop artists, there was a lot of weight on my back, a lot of responsibility. So, um, you know, when I moved, it, it, it affected people. So, I mean, that that's where some of the ties in Chicago come in. And to be honest, like, like a lot of songs, some you know, some songs I don't might not say mention Chicago or it might not be about Chicago specifically, but I don't know, man. I'm just like in the spirit of Chicago, so it's like if I'm on the track, then Chicago is, is being represented no matter what. So, so, I mean, I think you know that's where it sits overall, and yeah, that's the thing. You know, nobody smiling is the title is the theme, but it also you know allows me to. To rap and, uh, and I choose to rap in different ways and so not only about what's going on in Chicago.
1: Right you, you had been talking about making new music for over a year now and um at what point did you realize that this was the album you were going to make and when, when do you specifically recall working on this this album?
0: Well really I think it really started in like October um I mean, even though, like, near the end of September, I just come back from filming this TV show, Hell on Wheels, and it was like, okay, I'm gonna gonna work on an album. And it just started gradually becoming more of a passion project because I, you know, when we got the theme, nobody smiling. It was like, wait, this is something that I really feel. Like, I gotta, this this is something I don't, you know, I'm not thinking about, like, okay, how big am I gonna become or how, how am I gonna prove I go prove that I'm one of the dopest MCs. You know, it was really like writing from a, a, a new motivation in a way. And um, with that, that's when we started just heading from October on. It just was like we were coming and growing, coming and growing with the music and, and I writing. I was writing songs like I never had written before. Like like as quick, you know, and I would write them and, and just not overthinking the situation.
1: Yeah. Now, you had a lot of newcomers on this project, such as Lil Herb, um, Dreezy, Vince Staples. What was the studio sessions like with those, with the younger generation?
0: Well, some of them was like, like the way songs are recorded now, like, talk on the phone with them, and then you say, man, I want you to lay a verse. Well, with Vince Staples, he definitely, I met him, um, I heard him, and then no idea. was like, man, I got to... Ben Staples, I got a verse from Vince Staples on Kingdom Rock. I later and I heard it and I was like, Oh, I love this. So that's when we kinda connected even more after that. Like and I was like, um, we got cool and we started building on just rap and talking about life. But um Little Herb and, and even Drewzy, I kinda just started getting to know them and then, you know, I asked you know, asked them to be on a, a song and they just you know, they was with it. So it, it's really I like getting an opportunity to, to get to know people, you know, when, I, when they're part of my project. And sometimes, you know, it might, you know, nowadays for sure, you might not, like, be spending hours in the studio with them. You might just be like, hey, man, I want, to, I want us to knock this song out. And that's really what happened.
1: Word, okay. Now now that you and, and Nas are, are both on Def Jam, are we going to see this Nas.com album come to fruition?
0: Man, I would love to, man, because... Nas is one of the closest, so I I would love to, and I'm going to put it out there, that, that at some point, Nas and I will do a project together.